0: Welcome back to the Getting Buckets podcast. I'm David here with Jordan, Ethan, and Matt. And we are bringing you some more basketball talk live from our rooms over Zoom. Got those bars. Guys, let's get right into it. Um, I don't think they've officially been announced, but they have been leaked by none other than Shams, Charania, uh, the 2021 NBA All-Star Reserves. From the West, we have Chris Paul, Paul George, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Zion Williamson, and Anthony Davis, who of course is currently injured, will probably have to be replaced. And in the East, we have James Harden, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Vucevic. So um, let's just take it away. Matt, what do you think about
1: these picks? Um, I honestly agree with them by and large. I... Think that Vucevic is kind of a reach. I would have liked to see someone like Sabonis get the nod over him. Uh, I know that Vucevic has been doing phenomenally this series, averaging like 25, 11, and three and a half assists. Uh, but the Magic team hasn't been that good. And I think that Sabonis putting up his numbers of 22 or 21, 11, and five point something assists, closer to six, that I think is more impressive on a better. Indiana team than Vucevic's um and also a neat little fact because Sabonis was uh, snubbed he's the first player in NBA history to make 20 10 and 5 and not make an all-star game wow so I think that's kind of uh yeah that's that's kind of interesting I think that also kind of just speaks to the fact of how talented the NBA is nowadays mm-hmm. and or rather nowadays but other than Vucevic, it's it's clear Tatum and Brown are both all-stars. Brown is having a phenomenal breakout year, putting up like close to 27 points a game. Ben Stimmond is a lock-in all-star. Um, James Harden obviously is a lock-in all-star. I also think he easily could have been a starter over Bradley Beal. Um, he has been the Eastern Conference Player of the Week twice since joining the Nets a month ago. So he's been killing it. The the moment he put on a, a Brooklyn jersey, from the moment he put on a Brooklyn jersey, um, I think Julius Randle is is a solid choice for an All Star as well. He's leading a surprising New York Knicks team to a seemingly a playoff uh, a, a playoff uh, appearance this year, uh, and he just in general he's taken a huge step forward. Uh, Dude, looking it's, at uh, the,
0: the, yeah, go ahead. It's uh. The Knicks are in the playoffs. Bobby Schmerta's home.
1: New York yeah. is back, dude. This is like yeah, – 2013 this is like, all over like again. again. Exactly. Yeah, hitting clutch shots. Mellow mm-hmm.
0: hitting clutch shots.
1: Yeah. Um, looking at the Western Conference, though, it seems – yeah, Chris Paul is an easy choice for the All-Star game. He's been leading Phoenix. Mitchell and Gobert, the, the Jazz, are first in the Western Conference. They both have to make it. Lillard has to make it. He – I also think he could have been a starter over Doncic. Paul George easily could uh, needed to to make it, so that's a good pick. Um,
0: well, actually, I want to I want to I want to ask Ethan something real quick because I know we had on the on the podcast we did talk about Kyrie versus Lillard um, in an earlier episode, and Ethan said that you know Kyrie is better than Damian Lillard, uh, and now I remember Ethan being very upset that Luka Doncic made it over Damian Lillard. So, Ethan, I was wondering if you could clarify. Um, on the podcast, how you feel.
2: Uh Damien definitely should be starting over Luka. Luka Doncic's team is, is bad and and um Damien's Lillard team is like what fourth in the West? And he's carrying them too without um Nurkic and McCollum. So I definitely start
1: Lillard over Doncic. You were and, saying so, that Lillard is worse than Kyrie though. I mean that is true too. But...
2: <laughs> My god, I mean, well, when we listen, when we... The, the reason why I say that is because Kyrie is one of the most unique offensive talents the NBA has ever seen, and Damien Lord is too, but just not on that level of Kyrie. So that's why I say, I say Kyrie. I mean, if you if right. so, da- so so Lillard, small.
1: Yeah, so small little um, thing aside, I think just looking back at the all-star reserves, um, Zion is probably one of the more interesting picks here. You easily could have had more than a couple of guys be there instead of him, like Devin Booker or DeMar DeRozan. Um, The the Pelicans really haven't been that good this year. Um, It's not only about team success, but that definitely plays a part. I definitely don't think he
0: should have made it, honestly.
1: I definitely Would thought, you have uh, picked over him, though? Well, I mean, uh,
0: hello. Look at look at his own team. Isn't uh? I, I mean. Oh Ingram. I guess, yeah, but I mean, I guess Ingram is not nah, nah, Zion's I mean, better. I think. Yeah, I think I think Zion is actually having a, a better season yeah. right now. Yeah. Even In- still, Ingram though, is I, having a
1: slightly down year, I think.
0: Even still, though, I I do agree with you. I would have liked to see, for example, DeRozan or someone like that instead of. Zion. I would have loved
1: to see DeRozan. Yeah. I'm, well, so so who do you think is uh, gonna Um, be replacing AD which who by the way um, wasn't it a thing that we said on this podcast that Anthony Davis hasn't really been that good on defense this year right yeah
0: it's just it's
1: it's just popularity I mean honestly no no I I know but you can I feel like you can make a solid case that you could have had Booker or DeRozan be selected over him even without the injury thing
0: Quite frankly, I'm a little surprised that um, that Rudy Gobert isn't uh, a lock for the All-Star game. Um, I know that he's not like a scorer per se, but you know, even like what do you back, mean I, he he is Gobert
1: is is a lock for the All-Star game?
0: Yeah, wait well, is he is he a starter? Am I crazy? No, no, he's he's not a reserve. starter. He's
1: he's a reserve.
0: Can I know? Oh, I can't read. Uh, for some reason, I, I didn't see. I for some reason I didn't see his name. You missed that's his terrible. name. Yeah. Yeah. For some no, no. 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 No.
1: Both both jazz guys are are there. No, that's one great. of you was... guys. One of you guys were saying that Conley should be uh, named a, re- a replacement. You yeah. Well,
0: I well, I mean, because if you look at it's it's a question of like popularity over over like recognition, and for me, I feel like. You know, when Mike Conley was in Utah his first season, I think a lot of people were kind of saying that, you know, he's just there to coast to the end of his career. You know, he's already like 32 at the time. Um, And his, you know, his shooting percentages weren't great. He had a huge dip in his production. Like, um, but hey, all his numbers are up right now. And the Utah Jazz are like one of the best teams in the NBA right now. So I personally feel like basically Mike Conley is like the biggest snub in history to have never made an all-star game i mean there's like like arguments that he was legitimately like one of like the top five point guards in the league at his prime and it was never recognized for that so you know i kind of felt like it would be cool to see him in the all-star game like in the same way that like back i remember when people were campaigning for like derrick rose to make the all-star game like he never you know like when his season in minnesota where he like completely like came back you remember that like um where he had like that 50 point scoring game i remember there was a big campaign to for him to make the all-star game and like um I I don't know I I guess like objectively speaking Zion's like a very good choice obviously very popular having a good season but I, I I would agree that I would have liked to see a guy like Conley DeRozan even if they're not like better but I think it makes it more fun
1: what do you think Jordan so feel? so so who so what do you think is is going to be replacing Anthony Davidson
0: Oh, I don't know. I was going to actually save that for a bit. I'm, I'm curious, though, about Jordan, like how he feels about uh, Julius Randle. You know, the Knicks making an all, all-star appearance the first time in many years. Like, it wasn't Frank Nidikini either, you know, important to note, I think. Uh, so how do you feel? How, how,
3: did, how did you say his name, Nidilikini?
0: No, Nidikina, <laughs> <laughs> Uh
3: Nidilikini. Yeah. I, I, I was just going to start off by saying that Randle was crying. He. I'm I'm so happy that he was able to make the all-star team. You know, he got a lot of shit last year and it was warranted because he was just making so many stupid mistakes and got clowned constantly. But he came back this year with like looking for vengeance and like, he really put the team on his back. And if, if it wasn't for him, this next team would be like right there with Detroit and like Cleveland that like the bottom of like looking for a high lottery pick. So I'm really happy that he's he was able to make the all star team this year um but just looking at the overall teams i mean i think honestly I think the west was pretty easy um the only thing I have an issue with is probably devin Booker not making the team I think he deserved a spot i mean he's averaging 25 four and four yeah I'm kind f- of surprised fifty percent from the field
0: I'm kind of surprised that um that it was devin Booker uh, didn't get it over Chris Paul
3: yeah that, that that was my one thing I think Booker should have gotten instead of Paul but I thought the rest of the choices were fine I, um, I think Zion, Chris Paul is better than Devin Booker though I I mean Chris Chris Paul is well look if, if you how are they doing without Chris Paul and how are they doing now no yeah you can make that like like Chris Paul needs Devin Booker and Devin Booker needs Chris Paul Like they need each other to be a successful team and the coaches
2: uh, were the coaches would always vote for Chris well, Paul. Yeah, over will, like,
3: like, like, like David said, it's a lot of it's a popularity thing. Chris Paul is what? Like this is like his 15th, 16th year in the league.
2: This
0: is his so, investment for being a good player all these years. This is what yeah, happened.
3: and like, you know, he this is like, you know, kind of like a revenge tour for him. You know, he got clowned in Houston like his last year, they just dumped him on OKC saying they were gonna be a trash team. And now he goes to Phoenix and they're a top four seed. So he definitely deserves recognition. But I just think Booker should have gotten it. But yeah, looking at the overall teams, the West, like I said, I didn't have much of an issue with it. Um, The East was crazy. Like, when I I was looking at the East uh, for specifically not even starters but for reserves, I had, like, 16, 17 guys that deserve consideration for, like, seven spots. So, like, when you look at the – 16 –
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, who are those guys? Okay, yeah. bro, there's not that many. Fucking got, all-stars no, I'm in the saying conference.
3: in consideration. I I never oh, said they like, should be all stars. Uh, Middleton
1: or something, right?
3: Look, listen. So you have the seven guys. We we know them. You you listed them off. But then you have mm-hmm. well, that you have Sabonis. You have Middleton. No, nope. you know, as much as, as much shit as I give him Trey Young, the least no, deserved to be in consideration. no, no listen, no, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He he deserves okay. to be considered. Sure, oh, yeah. Okay.
3: Bam, Bam, out of bio. Um, Brogdon, Butler. Brogdon, Brogdon, Brogdon yeah uh Tobias I, Harris having a really good year i have Gordon i Edwards have, having a really good year i just have two comments um,
0: about the devin booker thing though um because i mean i do you feel like i feel like if cj mccollum was healthy i would take him over devin booker but actually i'm just like looking on twitter and cj mccollum said damn Dave, devin booker really didn't make it that's crazy bruh. really cold to smh sick world lebron said devin booker is the most disrespected player in our league simple as that uh so yeah I mean I think that I, Devin Booker better get it. Uh I think it's like you know
3: he's he's probably I, I I put money on him being the one who replaces AD but I think DeRozan yeah. and Conley also deserve consideration.
0: You can't even make the argument about winning teams because like then like think about it like the the Spurs don't have anybody and they're the 6th seed right now. As of like as of like today they're the 6th seed. Well, yeah, they're above yeah. the Nuggets, they're above the Warriors, above the Mavericks, above the Pelicans. All of them have all-stars. Um so Yeah, where's that? The Nuggets are trash, by the way. I I
1: just want to shit on them for a second. The Nuggets have been so disappointing this year. So bad. it's, It's Jokic against the world. It is. It is. Losing Jeremy Grant was just terrible for them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, he, I don't. don't want to. Jer- Jeremy Grant was another guy. There. Actually, when I was no, looking no. at like
3: potential guys, no. like.
1: Yeah. No yeah. You, you. know what though? No, no Jordan. Way. You're. You're right. He's having a yeah, great year in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, not. He's not. Yeah. not Ethan, an. All-star, Ethan,
3: if. Ethan, if yeah. Bradley Beal can is an all star starter, you have to consider like even the lower. I don't even c- think Bradley Beal could be an all
2: star starter though. That's the thing. Yeah. Ethan. Ethan.
0: At least. I don't think because
3: I know you put this over this over emphasis on like seating. Yeah, but
0: seating doesn't matter. them, like things can change. You could be a Playoff team right now and like fizzle out like. That's the thing. Even the Wizards, the Wizards
3: fight. like we we haven't talked about them, but they're they're on a five game win streak right now and they've like played some pretty good teams. Yeah. So and they like they had yeah. COVID restrictions like for a while, they, like half their. The, team the Wizards are
1: a better team than their record suggests. Well, yeah, also I still wouldn't be surprised also, if they if they made the plan.
0: They've also been playing. I would my not boy, be
1: surprised either. Yeah.
0: They've been playing my boy Danny Avdia, more. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Well, Obi Toppin they're just fully is fully healthy.
2: By the way, Obi Toppin is bad
3: not bad he just doesn't get a lot of playing time because uh, of Tibbs. i don't know man i'm
2: the playing time is like all of his percentages are bad
3: well that's partly because of the playing time he literally just doesn't get opportunities because he like he missed like, the first two or three weeks with a groin injury i think and then he just got buried on depth chart and had and now he's playing like backup or like third string power forward minutes right now so it's i mean it's natural when you have like i said like i like i like tips but i, I don't want to get too much off-topic. Um Just looking back at, like, the East, I, I think, like... Ethan Bro, we'll be talking about this earlier. high schools. <laughs> like, Sabonis Sub- was probably, like, the biggest snub. I mean, he's having an amazing year. Huge snub. He's averaging 21, 12, and 6 and on, like, 53%, 36% from three. Like, he's having a really good year. You could argue Middleton, too. He's he's shooting 50, 40, 90. I don't, I don't know
2: about Middleton. Definitely... It's I always thought that he was... a. Uh... He was riding the bus to those all all-star all
3: You just have this thing against Middleton, man. No, just that you, it you like this is like dating back to like when you would argue that like Brandon Ingram's a better player than Middleton. Yeah. yeah the legendary, he is. the, he the is. legendary the
1: legendary the legendary Brandon Ingram is better than Chris Middleton. Thank thank you. Thank a, a you. Better long term, yeah. But no, better He's better right now.
3: No, he's not. He's better right now. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, <laughs> no what? No, <laughs> he's not. No, well, no, he's not. Is that
1: is that like a legit like take?
2: Yeah, people yeah. think that Chris Middleton is better than Brandon Ingram, bro. I don't. He's I don't not. He's either.
1: clearly not. I thought yeah. he was a little. Brandon better. Ingram is way better. Chris Brandon Middleton, way, is... okay.
3: First of all, first of all, listen to me. Brandon Ingram is no, no, like, no, no, not a zero not on better. defense this year. Brandon Ingram has been a zero on defense. Like the Pelicans' defense. defense either, bro. Had, oh yeah. come on,
1: stop it. No, no, no he's stop not that good on defense. No.
3: Okay, and also like he's like Ingram's, uh, Ingram. Ingram, sorry, Middleton's averaging twenty-six and six on 50 40 90 Like. Like, come on.
1: 26 and 6, yeah. twenty
3: six. So, what's the big – Ingram's averaging like 23. Does that three points, like, really that make it that stark of a difference? He's averaging
1: 24, 5, and 5. Yeah, Joel. Okay. On so on that, that, 47 and 40% from three. Brandon Ingram okay. is clearly a better player. And he I is agree. not as bad Thank on you. defense as you're making it out to be. Finally, somebody's no, 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 no. not like that bad. You're, you're, you're underestimating how bad he's been on defense this year. I'm not underestimating. I think you're underestimating Chris times. Middleton's defensive impact.
0: You know, I don't want to get too lost in the weeds about these sorts of things. Um, yeah, uh, that's basically that's basically all I think there is to say about the, uh, the all-star reserves in the West. I mean, one um, thing I wanted to add is about Ben Simmons. I'm not sure that he really is an all-star. Uh, I know he's he's been improving the last few games, but I think he's had a really disappointing season. And again, when you consider guys like Jeremy Grant, the Sabonis, like guys who have been really playing uh, their tails off. Um, I don't know. I don't see why Ben Simmons got it. I think he got it purely out of popularity, um, which is fine. Dude. I, one yeah. thing I wonder is why don't they let us see which coaches voted for whom?
1: Yeah, that would be cool
0: because because and, um, i feel like ben, I
1: f- ben simmons is a clear all-star um is a clear all-star though like who who else would deserve to get it over ben simmons he's the best defender in the nba he's averaging 16 8 and 8 yeah but i mean he's even he's, still- he's, 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 he's literally like a defensive player of the year candidate no sure but he's easily by that. all-star like no hesitation
0: no sure i mean he well he's been a reserve for 3 straight seasons now at this point i mean um for me personally, I feel like you think about like Sabonis, who's having a fantastic season. I just I guess maybe it's just my bias a little bit, but I kind of wish that um, you know, Sabonis averaging 21 and 12 on like great shooting percentages, actually a better three point shooter than him
3: than uh Ben Simmons as well. Um so I mean everyone's a better three point. Yeah, shooter than ben but Simmons. I'm just
0: saying that like, you know, those are kinds of guys who are gonna get snubbed over Ben Simmons who's like he was at least has not taken the steps that he was supposed Dude, to i
3: mean you talked you talked about gobert like you mentioned like how much of a dominant force like how he like you didn't really see how what, what he right was but i on. even that i was gonna well, right
0: but i also would say i was i because when i thought that he wasn't on i was like it's surprising because gobert is popular too and I think it's the popularity more it's than that. It's not
3: anything. it's not even the popularity. It's just that Ben's like defense, like especially like coaches, like they notice that kind of stuff. It's not like the fans where they're just like they look at the best offensive numbers and they factor that into the start like starting lineup. It's the coaches factor in defense a lot to those kind of discussions. And Ben Simmons deserves to be there because like Matt said, he's a defensive player of the year candidate.
0: To be honest, ever since the Zaza Pachulia madness where he didn't get nominated, um I have uh not are you drinking straight out of a big <laughs> gallon of water, yeah. Jordan? Yeah. What? That is like the most chad move I've ever seen. Like what I'm at home, I'm not, go, I'm not going. I'm not going
3: out like carrying it around to yeah, class like, like a, those guys. No, nah, but like honestly <laughs> like i I'm, I'm, I'm at home.
0: No, it's like, fuck a cup. I'm drinking straight out of the gallon. Yeah,
3: like, why do I have to, why do I have to, Dude, like, Jordan
1: is from? the thirstiest motherfucker I have Dude, ever Dude, I got I,
3: I got I got I gotta get this clean <laughs> body. I'm trying to, trying to work. I'm trying to drink, like, a gallon of water a day
1: yeah well speaking of so that, you are literally drinking out of a gallon thing like yeah sure that you're
3: man. Drinking. like i try to kill it by the end of the day what's the? why is it like such a funny thing it's like a normal thing for people to do
1: <laughs> it's not normal what? <laughs> what i've seen
3: plenty of people dude i see people all the time at the gym carrying these things around
1: uh, at dorm- the gym oh you're not at the gym you're at home i'm not and at and the you're, gym and but you, i still and work you, out you day. literally lifted like oh to drink water, uh, right.
0: Dwar- Jordan is just like the awkward cousin who's just be on his own thing, though. You know, <laughs> all right, all right. Speaking of uh, speaking of cousins, uh, Demarcus Cousins has been uh waived uh from the Rockets. Um, yeah, I just use that as a, I don't feel like you're the awkward cousin, Jordan. I just needed a transition, so I try to be smooth. Um, but uh, speaking of cousins, yeah, Demarcus Cousins is, is done. Uh, is this it for him? I know me and Ethan kind of talked about Isaiah Thomas last year. We thought he might get a shot in the bubble. Ultimately, everybody took a pass on him. Even the Nets selected to take a vet like Jamal Crawford over Isaiah Thomas. And I think Ethan correctly assessed that it's over for IT. And I'm wondering, do you guys think it's over for Boogie?
2: I think you'll probably end up on a contender like um, the Lakers. But uh, is it other than that, is he ever going to be like a player where he can like actually – like seriously contribute to a team. Those days are definitely over. he's, you know, probably one of the most unlucky players in NBA history. It's a little strange though. So close to getting that, uh, that max contract, like 150 million. And then he, he tore his Achilles and then he came back and then tore his ACL and tore like his quad or something. Like it's really devastating back to back to back injuries. And he, I've seen him on the Rockets. He, he looks kind of washed. Uh, it's, it's sad to say, but it, like I, I think that uh, his days are pretty much over.
0: Well, there's um. So apparently, he's so he was released today. But the story is crazy because on Friday, uh, the Rockets actually guaranteed his contract for the rest of the season. You know, he started 11 games. He just recently against the Sixers, I think he had like, six, like 19, eight and, and like 50% shooting. Like that's a guy who's still got stuff in the tank. Um, Saturday, there's a rumor that he was going to be released. And then coach Silas dismisses it at rumors on Sunday, Monday, he's out with right heel soreness and Tuesday, which is today he's done. Um, and so. It's it's very strange, like, why he went from having a guaranteed contract to suddenly being released. And um, I was reading one article that apparently he's unhappy with the lack of playing time behind Christian Wood, which who's objectively – I mean, you mm-hmm. talk about guys who've been snubbed. I don't know if Christian Wood is an all-star, but he's a guy who definitely should have gotten a look. Like, Christian Wood, that's, that's a really impressive leap. Uh, I mean, he's definitely in the running for most improved player. Like, would have been cool to see him in the all-star game. Um, but my point is uh, – so – in a way, something doesn't add up. But if it's true that Demarcus Cousins was upset about playing time, what teams are going to have him as a starter in the modern NBA when he has like jello knees? Are you guys worried that the Nets might sign him? <laughs> Is that hype? I don't know if I'm,
1: yeah, I don't know if I'm, uh, if I'm worried about it. But, um, I think that the Nets need other things that, Boogie Cousins wouldn't be able to provide to them, namely defense, namely rim protection. Um, and DeMarcus Cousins can do neither of those at this point in his career. He never really he, could also. Even yeah, 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 he also never really could, honestly, in, in those, those two things. He was never really a phenomenal shot blocker or uh, defender. He was always an offensive-minded center. And it would be more wise for the Nets to spend their money on – uh, someone who can fill those, uh, fill those, um, those things for them. Um, I, I don't think that boogie is going to be on the Lakers cause I saw a, a report that uh, that's just not going to happen, but
0: he might end up in Toronto actually. Cause I feel like, Toronto yeah, like
1: yeah, any, any, yeah, any team that needs some size needs some offensive production from the five spot, needs a solid backup center. I don't think he can really start at this point. It's really sad because I thought he was, um, going to be healthy enough at the beginning of the year to get back to what he was. That's what I was really hoping for. It, you know, it didn't turn out that way. Um, but I, he, he still has a place in the NBA. I think he has more in the tank left than Isaiah Thomas did, uh, a year ago. I think, uh, boogie has more of a chance to contribute to an nba team than you know other players uh you know like isaiah thomas or other players that have pretty much been kicked out of the nba have
0: yeah i mean it's, it's going to be really interesting i i so i i agree i don't think that he's he's done i still i think especially like you know averaging 12 points in january from late january onward like i think it's a really good sign um, but i think that like when you consider his skill set i feel like in the nba it's like you know his his defense is is questionable at best his shot shooting is is um his shot selection is not great um and he's just he's very injury prone so when you consider all of these things i'm not sure exactly what a destination for him could look like but i guess we'll have to wait and see and uh i guess last last thing on the agenda i know the the nets are playing right now and i know you guys want to get back to that but um, the Timberwolves fired their coach, Ryan Saunders, out of nowhere. Seemingly out of nowhere and had his replacement ready to go like within a couple of hours. It's like that's something you would see in in the Premier League maybe. Like uh, when Frank Lampard was fired from Chelsea and replaced like literally within minutes, they already had his replacement ready to go. You don't normally see that in the NBA. So, Jordan, why don't you explain your uh, your your thought process? Because when we were texting about it, you basically predicted that it would be some guy out of houston who would get or formerly a houston who got hired so why don't you explain this uh yeah so connection.
3: uh gerson rosas is the current president of basketball operations for the timberwolves um i was reading a report from some timberwolves insiders that uh he was actually trying to get saunders fired for like a few weeks huh. and that he really wasn't a big fan of it because the, 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 he was hired um when, when uh, Saunders was already the head coach for, I think, a, se- a full season. So he's kind of forced onto him. And, you know, when that situation arises, you always like feel this pressure to win. And, and Rosas didn't really feel, get the vibes of a winning coach from Saunders. So obviously he got him fired. And then, you know, like I texted you guys, I said, right away, I think it's gonna be someone who was related to Rosas's, uh ties in Houston. And obviously Chris Finch, who they hired, worked with the Rockets from I think 2011 to 2016 or 17. And that's right in Rosas' timeframe with the Rockets as well. So they know, obviously know each other. Uh, Finches is actually a really impressive coach, uh, especially offensively. He's known as like kind of an offensive guru. Uh, and like the I have a something saved right here, actually. I want I wanna read it off. So here the offensive ratings for before and after the first season that Chris Chris Finch arrived for like each team that's with Houston, Denver, and New Orleans. So with Houston, they went from the 16th offense to the fourth offense. Denver went from the 17th offense to the fourth offense. And then New Orleans went from the 26th to the 12th offense. So obviously he has an impact there. Um and the Timberwolves right now, I don't know their exact number, but I know they're not a great offense. So and when you have someone like Carl Anthony Towns, who's probably may, might be the single best offensive center in the league, um, you really want to take advantage of that. And I think it's a smart hire by them. And, you know, like Saunders was just it, it, it was a joke. He was they, they weren't doing anything. Um, the, the franchise is going nowhere. It's they're, they're they're pathetic. They have, like I said, a really good center in Towns and they're not doing anything with him. And it's just I'm, I'm glad to see that they're taking a, a, d- a different different stance here.
0: You know, I actually, I got ratioed on Twitter um, the other day. I can tell you exactly what I tweeted. Um, I'm curious what you guys think, because maybe I'm off base here. Um, But when they were talking about this news, um, I basically said, uh, Cat is soft like a pillow, and D'Lo was regressing this season. And I said, whatever the Timberwolves have in talent is squandered by a total lack of direction and drive. And then some guy um, at Dom NBA uh, said, Cat is not soft, and D'Lo played most of the season injured. Crying emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. Y'all really lost on this app. Um, so I don't know. I personally, yeah, I got ratioed pretty bad. Um, it happens. You know, you you put sports opinions. I'm Jordan, I know you've been ratioed before. I've seen it. Uh, don't even get me started on Ethan. Literally got harassed by Nick's fans at <laughs> Folk podcast dead. Uh yeah, I remember that. Uh so yeah, I'm curious what you guys think. I think D'Lo, I know he didn't play much, but D'Lo just was, was regressing. There even is an argument to ma- be made that when he left from uh, the Warriors, I know, again, the small sample size, but he was just not playing his best basketball.
3: Dude, I mean, the, the, the on-off numbers with Minnesota even, like, they've been better without D'Lo. You can make an argument for that. Like, it's really crazy how bad he is, like, on defense and, like, the turnovers obviously pile up with him sometimes he like when he, when he has the ball in his hands too much. Um, but I, I, I mean, I think Carl Anthony towns, like, you know, I don't want to make excuses for him. That guy has had a year from hell. He's right. lost seven family members to COVID. He had COVID himself car He got accident. in a car accident that landed him in the hospital during the summer. Like that guy has just been, been through the worst year, like imaginable. So I'm kind of going to give him a pass. For the last year or so, but like, like I said, he's he's so talented, and when you have a guy like that, you you have to take advantage of his skill set in his prime.
0: Can I also just give a quick shout out? The, I just checked the net score because I'm curious. So the game is almost over, but Bruce Brown has a career high twenty seven mm-hmm. points. Ooh. Let me remind you that he was traded one for one for John on Musa um, in November, and Musa is actually not even in the NBA anymore. I think he plays in <laughs> Turkey. I'm pretty sure he plays in Turkey right now. Yeah, he plays in Istanbul. So, um, what a steal for the Nets to basically get a starter caliber guard for nothing for John mm-hmm. Musa, who was just not really contributing, unfortunately.
3: Just stupid trade by the Pistons. Can yeah. we talk
2: about the Nets on a seven game winning streak now? Can we talk about that real quick?
3: I want not to talk here. about that. We, we yeah. got to get, they're we got to get, they're Yeah, rolling.
2: we, we got
0: to get Niels on the podcast because I know Niels thinks they're the worst team in the NBA. Um, <laughs> Niels, <laughs> Nick's fan Niels media, bro. yeah, Nicks fan Niels, uh. You know, he's all he's no. Just
2: know, let's talk about the Nets, though. Let's talk about the Nets. Well, what is there to talk about? This team is even better than I thought they were. God damn, and I knew they <laughs> were gonna be good, but you know, all these people saying, Yeah, they've got bet to on defense, then this is without, but this is, this is all, this is all with, about
0: it, but dude, Fucking, this is all without Kevin Durant. Guy's haters. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck was that? <laughs> that
1: yeah, these the, the guys that's, are made, That's they, Jordan crying seeing yes, the, crying. the better New York team across the East River. Yeah, the new
2: the the new New York team. No one gives a fuck about the Knicks anymore. After after we win the chip this year, the Knicks are fucked. fucked. You know, actually, you after know, we win I, the chip this year, the Knicks are fucked. I, I so, do. I, like, I want. can't even. be like, yeah. Wait, is you, our de- is our defense ever gonna be elite? No but our offense is so, so, so beautiful. Oh my God. It's so good. It doesn't, our defense doesn't have to be, all we have to be be, realistically is like 18th to 20th and we're going to stomp everybody because no team can stop us on the, on the, on the the offensive end.
0: I do. I do just want to say one thing talking about defense. Um, uh, I think a lot of credit needs to go to DeAndre Jordan, who's had Bro, he had five max. blocks. Yeah. He had four today. He's first, first time he's had back to back four block games since 2016. And I remember mentioning uh, Max Kellerman was asked like who he thinks is the, like the most important player. And he said, DeAndre Jordan. I know a lot of like the basketball Twitter clowns him, but I think watching so many Nets games this season, I actually completely agree because when DeAndre Jordan is actually playing like he should be for his contract, I mean the Nets, he really fills in a lot of the problems because you know DeAndre Jordan, he's not the passer that Jared Allen was, but he actually is is a very good passer. He's one of still one of the best finishers at the rim, uh, and certainly you know when he's actually like putting effort and he's not just like giving up easy buckets in the paint and just you know letting some random like NBA center just go off for forty points. You know when that's not happening again, I mean it, it just plugs in so many holes. And I have to add, I mean most of this run has been done without Kevin Durant as well, and they still are are on what a seven game winning streak now. So. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I I think this is a really impressive run by the, by the Nets. And I think we are starting to see, you know, now that we're getting into like more of the middle of the season, we are starting to get glimpses of the kind of team that the the Nets are, why they did this big gamble for James Harden, who of course has been delegating um, his shooting guard duties to Kyrie Irving. He's really taken on this point guard role, just many triple doubles, a lot of assists per game. I think he has this assist record for the Nets now with 20 assists um, recently. So yeah, I mean I think I think you're absolutely on base Ethan. like very I think it's a really well said that um the Nets look incredible right now.
2: They sure do.
1: Yeah, man, Easy, I wonder your take easily, on the Nets, though. What's your take? Easily on the Nets? favorite for the Eastern Conference uh champions by far.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, no, know.
1: Sure we we better win we we better make it to the finals.
2: This
3: well, if we year, don't make it like, to the
0: finals, I know like Jordan is gonna clown us for like our entire lives. You
3: will, you will, you will never hear the end of it. But I, I, I just wanted to say, as much as like I like to clown James Harden, I think this is the most I've enjoyed watching him play basketball. He's playing
0: differently. He's playing. He's, he,
3: he, yeah, he, he's like playing within. Himself. He's playing within the team. He's not just like playing for himself now.
2: Like and he's, he saw, and he's, he's he's not doing he saw, those. Um, you know, where he's shooting he's only averaging six free throws a game, which is like Yeah, a, that, 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 that's, that's what I was gonna say.
3: That's what I was gonna say. That's why I enjoy watching him play because he's not doing these bitch moves like Trey Young, like trying to get fouled all the t- like foul calls all the time. And he's actually just like, you know, Kyrie even said himself, like, I'm gonna be the shooting guard, you're the point guard, because Harden's obviously a better passer and he's like, you know, these screen and rolls he's doing. I mean, I, I saw with Claxton like he was just running it during the Kings game. But you know what's amazing um, about Harden? Really
0: nice. Like what's amazing about Harden is that like he doesn't have to go for that, but also because I feel like unlike before he used to be around, like he used to be around, like basically a lot of spot up shooters is how he was set up in Houston. I mean, obviously he still has Mike D'Antoni. Obviously he had like a guy like Chris Paul who could set up the offense. I obviously he had like Russell Westbrook at one point, like guys who could facilitate, but I don't think James Harden has ever been around so many shot creators, like in Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, like, and so I think like the threat that they have allows him necessarily to have a lot more space. And so he doesn't have to go for these kinds of like, you know, Trey Young style um foul draws that are so annoying to watch. I also think part of why Jordan, you think it's more bearable to watch James Harden now is because Trey Young is so much more flagrant in these things that it's like, he's, okay. So, he's
3: so annoying. He's literally, I don't understand. I saw like so much debate like going around, like when people were talking about like who are the all star snubs, like just now, like a couple of hours ago when they got released, like who's the biggest snub in these? Everyone's like, oh, Trey Young should have made it. It's like, what the fuck? Do you watch this guy play basketball? He literally, the, the refs are his best friend. He, his three points like attempts are down this year. I think it went from like nine to like five and a half. So he's not even like shooting as much as he usually does. He's just like, he's getting these high screen rolls from Capella and Okongwu. And then yeah. he's just doing that bitch move where he just like bumps his ass into like the defender running from behind him. And he's getting these foul calls and it annoys me so much. Like It's literally the most frustrating thing to watch. I don't understand how people enjoy watching him play.
2: So the Nets, we're going to be, we're still going to be the second seed because the Sixers just beat the Raptors. So they're still half a game ahead of us. But I don't know. We're going to. Matter of we're time. gonna let people
0: team. get hurt at some point.
2: We're gonna be the first seed at at some point. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna go on a massive winning streak right now. Uh, I predict because I've seen like our our schedule. We play the Mavericks. That should be an easy dub. We play the Cavs. I, I assume we're gonna beat them this time. But
3: are you, you sure? Know, the ca- the Cav- the Cavs are one in ten in their last. Yeah, they're. Years. They yeah, fell off and I think I think, think they've uh... fallen off
0: because of the Drummond stuff. I just think it's it's the it's all the trade trade stuff. I I just think it's kind of like a a mentality thing. I do think like the Cavs. I I actually think that they are still like probably a solid team. I wouldn't write them out for anything yet. I think it's just like a really. Bad
3: I, I I I don't know. They look really bad. <laughs> I,
0: I I even still like I I I'm not sure they don't. But it's just so easy. The play-in changes everything. Like it's it's. It's so much yeah. harder to like. Really, there are so many more teams that really can qualify for the play and until like the very end. Of, that wasn't how it was before, like because usually but, like nine to ten are so close. Like like there's like four teams that could compete for that until like the very end of the of the league. You know, so I feel like I'm not gonna really write off anybody in the East at this
3: point. And then the but West I still I- want
2: to know, uh, Jordan, what do you think the Nets are gonna do with the postseason? What's your prediction?
3: I mean, right now, the way they're playing, I think the only team that really, the only well, two teams that really pose an actual threat to them are Philly and a fully healthy Bucks team. Because, Philly, I mean, Philly, they have the, I would say the MVP favorite right now with Embiid. Uh, he's playing an insane level. And I, th- I think a series, I-, I mentioned it to you guys the other night, that I think a series between them would be so enticing just because we've mentioned that the Nets' biggest issue right now is their um interior defense and Embiid yeah,
0: would, would have a monster seat like, he would have a monster B, and beat
3: might average like 35 in that playoff series. But yeah also, but
2: like they can't but
3: no one here and play. also no but I'm also like not even that just like Ben Simmons we talked about it how he's a defensive player of the year candidate matching him up with like James Harden or Kevin Durant how how yeah. that matchup would go. Like yeah but like, would be, <laughs> that, I think I think the Nets would win that series but I think it would still be a lot of fun. In in terms of just talking about, I I think they're the they're the favorites in the East right now. They have to be.
2: Wow, Jordan actually giving some level headed, solid Nets takes with yeah.
0: I mean, Jordan is more level headed than you, Ethan. You're like a delusional fan. I've
3: never, I've never like. Like outward, just like, like, like you just like clown, like the, you look like the clown in the Knicks, and just like I like I, the clown the Knicks I to be I as it as possible. You, I try to be as biased as possible. <laughs> I, I, I like the
2: clown in the Knicks because I know it, it bothers you. That's
3: it.
0: There's actually, I just realized I wanted to ask you guys one question on the top of the Timberwolves because Anthony Edwards at this point, I'm not sure he will win rookie of the year. I think the hype train uh, is gone. I don't think any any performance at this point will will be enough to, to take away from LaMelo Ball's case. I hope he proves me wrong. I'm a fan of his. But um, I don't Ty- know Tyrese Halliburton guys... is, is really yeah, good. He by is the way. good. He just he also he had a great game against the Nets just now. But I want to talk a bit. Um, Anthony Edwards had a dunk on Yuta Watanabe. I don't know if you guys. Oh saw my it. God! But I wanted to ask. Um, oh the... my How could you not see it? Yeah, but I want to say is do you to end the end the podcast? Is it the greatest in game dunk of all time?
1: No, I, what? I would, I would, a, dude. That's clearly the DeAndre Jordan one over Yeah, no, Brandon DeAndre Jordan
2: is is first. Everyone knows Knight. that. That one is definitely first. But this one, this He's one up is there. up there. This one has He's to be there. like. I think it's nah, definitely be, not for me. It has to be. It has to be DeAndre Jordan on Brandon Knight. That is the best in game dunk ever by far. I don't think it's a, it's an argument. Then Brian, I'd, have go, I'd have to go. I'd have to go. Blake Griffin on Timothy Mozgov was well, nasty.
0: Bla- well, Blake Griffin on anybody,
2: like there's a good chance that it's it's up there. But I actually Lebron James I, on Jason Terry also was nasty. But what, this what, this
0: what, one. What, dad, what, what,
3: what, what about the Vince Carter one in the Olympics? I know, I know, I know we're talking specifically NBA, but we're to, like, no no that's the
0: greatest that's the greatest poster ever. That's not never gonna be like dude that they, they literally humiliated Frederick Weiss out of a he career. He dunked over but, a seven footer. No, yeah, dunked over seven, but it literally it literally ruined the man's career. Like it oh, yeah, bro, no. the, <laughs> the Knicks
2: drafted him too, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
3: He never came to the NBA. No,
0: yeah, no. he, he came to he came to training camp, but apparently, like he, it, it was like we talked about this on our Vince Carter episode. Actually, like no, there's he has a crazy story. Like he went into like a deep depression. Like it's crazy at all. It's all from in this country. Dunk.
3: In this country, he's known as like the guy that got dunked down by Vince Carter.
0: Yeah, it, no, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And I mean, honestly, this Anthony Edwards dunk. When I first saw it, I was like, this is easily number one because you just you look at the pictures, like the snapshots, like. I don't there are no good pictures of like the shock in in uh in Brandon Knight's face. But like if you look at the angles that they got because of the new camera angles like you can literally see like Jordan Watanabe being like holy fuck. My life is over. Like like me in high school getting dunked on by like six nine like centers like 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 that level just like totally humiliated. Also like he came out of nowhere too. Like he really like came out of nowhere. Like I, I don't know. I I was like goddamn, but I think I think you guys are right. Um, but, you know, there was also this terrible take, like, on Twitter. I forget who it was, but some guy was like, um, one of these, like, you know, NBA beat writers was like, well, talk about the dunk all you want. He still shot three for 11. Oh, I saw that. So Fuck cringe. that guy. So cringe. Like, fun, fun so police. Cringe. Yeah, like, God forbid, like, we enjoy somebody having a dunk, like, in a game. Like, does anybody remember what DeAndre Jordan's stats were when he posterized Brandon Knight? Does anybody remember? Like, who <laughs>
2: cares? Who cares? Bro, that that dunk... Or like like the-
0: his I remember when his Zonia daddied LeBron? Like, does anybody remember what his stats were? That like, no, oh, nobody cares.
3: yeah, he P- blocked P- LeBron and like potential game winner.
0: Yeah, does anybody remember what his had? He, I guarantee you, he didn't have thirty and twenty. Like, it's, you don't need to have a great game to have a great moment. I don't know it's stupid,
2: but yeah, know, bro, that DeAndre Jordan dunk, that's like the soul soul siphon. Like Brandon yeah. Knight was never the same after that yeah. dunk. I don't care. No, really? I
0: just think that's like the if you had to like define what a poster was. Just like that picture of DeAndre Jordan like hand up and you just see like night like 11 or whatever is wearing 7 like on the back like the shadow is just such a perfect image. I don't think it'll ever get better than that. That's the ultimate basketball poster. Period. Period. But I would get this Anthony Edwards one framed. I definitely would. If I had to get some random. I mean that it's pretty sick. Like the angles that they got on this are really good. And yeah if you guys want to know what we're talking about just search search it up. It's uh, It's gnarly. Um, But yeah, with that being said, uh, I want to thank you for for listening to another edition of the Game Buckets podcast. We'll be back to you next week. I think, guys, March 4th, they're going to actually do the the team selection. So that's going to be in a little under two weeks. So we can definitely look at that. Um, And yeah, uh, we'll bring basketball to you as always and uh, take it easy. Peace.